Chapter 15 The Sacred Temple Well, this sucks. I feel like a potato. The beast crept in from around the corner, just waiting, sneaking all about, and sulking in places we couldn't see. And my ears were so clogged. What the hell is this? What do you mean? asked Levi. I said I feel like a potato because I'm trapped in the ground and I can't get out. I checked the cuff around my neck and it wasn't going anywhere. Both our chains were connected to the base of this stone structure, and we were stuck for better or worse. Cheer up. Nowhere to go but up. You get used to it after a while, said Levi. Some time passed before the beast emerged, carrying the torch that had fallen down the chute with the black cat and I. Rubbing it in the crevice of the cavern walls, sparks began to burst when a flame jumped and lit the end of the torch. Now the beast raised its left palm at me. Whoa, take it easy, Dionysus. It's all okay. We're your friends, remember? said Levi. He said nothing, but stood with the burning fire in his hand, peering across the moat at us. What is it? What do you want? I asked him. Eventually he changes back, once he calms down, said Levi. How long? Like, are we talking a few hours or a few days? Hard to say. There's no sunrise down here, so time is irrelevant, said Levi. Well, he better hurry up, because everything has gone mad on the surface. We need to act now. Just let it be, Jane. There's no use in getting him upset. He'll stay like this even longer if you argue with him. Believe me, I've tried, said Levi. No sunrise and no sunset. Yet the slit of light above us was like a spotlight beaming energy down upon us. My hands searched through the raisins and green buds at my feet, but there was nothing of use. Then I reached into my pockets and touched one of my stones. Hey, Dionysus, look what I found. Stop it, Jane. You don't want to mess with him, said Levi. Well, look at this shiny thing. I found a precious gem, and this is a wishing stone. Why, yes, this is Merlinite, and it grants a single wish to whoever holds it. The beast poked its head out from around the edge of the cavern. The beast grunted. Oh, so you want this wishing stone? He held his palm open and stared at me. It's quite the magical rock, and it must be the only one down here. Now what should I wish for? The beast stepped forward when the ground shuddered. This was an incredible creature, with giant black wings opening wide across its back. Was it half oxen or part bat? He was trying to intimidate me with those wings, but it was half human, and so I knew he had a heart in there too. Its hooves took another step closer when the ground rumbled again. Jane, be careful. Just leave it alone. It's no use trying to reason with that beast, whispered Levi. Did you ever learn about the three vehicles? What about the seven hermetic principles? I only heard about them a day or so ago. But I have reason to believe that things aren't the way we think they are. I paused. Did I tell you I got recruited onto a team with seven magical sorceresses back on the surface? Well, I'm lucky number eight. And this team I'm on, we did some wild rituals, and I think the imagination is more powerful than we realize. What are you talking about? Levi interrupted. Levi, I'm the ace sorceress. I'm part of a secret society that dives into the subconscious mind to see how it all is. All minds are connected, and that means I'm connected to him. I pointed at Dionysus when the beast came closer. Levi backed away, and even the loaches swam in the other direction. 
And since each of our brain has thoughts, I think we can tap into the beast's mind, too. How? whispered Levi. I held up the rock for Dionysus to see. Tiny sparkles glimmered on the stone as he held the burning torch closer. Will you look at that? This gem sparkles, I announced. Now I wonder what I'll wish for. Jane, quit it, said Levi. Not a chance. It's time you learn the truth. It was shocking to me at first, and I don't blame you for not believing me, but we've all got to wake up at some point. Watch this. The beast hovered over the moat. Its nostrils heaved in and out with every breath. Whatever they told you up there, it's not the same as down here, said Levi. That's precisely the problem. What's true up there is true down here. As above, so below, I told them. They lied to us, Levi, for centuries. It's all a lie, and this is the truth. Life is magic, and the power is in our spirit. A lot of strange shit has been happening, and now it's time for you to see. This devil of a creature held out its hand and demanded I toss him the stone. You better come and get it. I'm not letting your fat fingers drop this precious stone in the pond. It's a wishing stone, for goodness sakes. The beast began to squirm. It was only for a second, but I caught its mind trying to reason with me before its face dissolved back into stiffness. Clenching its teeth, the beast stood erect. Reaching over the pond, it shook its open palm and demanded the Merlinite gem. Only one wish left. The beast stepped forward into the moat, and all the sea serpents scattered as it marched through crystal clear water. That's right, baby cakes. Come here, big boy. I waved the gem in the air. I've been waiting all my life to make a secret wish. And now what will I wish for? The beast took a step onto the island and marched toward the tower as the ground shook. I could wish for a cheesecake, or maybe a new guermo fish. I could banish all the sea serpents. Oh, I wonder what I'll wish. My eyes were playful when the beast stood over me. With my back against the tower, I was sure this was hell. That chain around my neck tightened, and this devil might eat me if this plan didn't work out. No one wants to die, but at a certain point, all you can do is surrender and pray. Rubbing the mala beads around my neck, I sure hope Ditto wasn't lying. The beast extended its palm in front of me and grunted. Don't you have any manners? And if I were to give you this stone, how do I know that I can trust you after this? Levi's eyes were wide open as he hid behind the devil's lettuce. Somehow I could feel his mind. His thoughts were floating into me when I heard him wondering whether I'd get pummeled or eaten. And so I tried to send him back a telepathic message of my own. I held the stone over my heart and made my wish. To the creator of all, I wish this scared little boy would come back out and play. I wish he could remember how to love again. My gaze shifted up to the beast. His face lowered to mine when I saw just how big his teeth were. But nothing changed. That damn ditto was a trickster. A lying son of a bitch. Oh well. The plan didn't work out, and it looks like I was wrong. Well, I always figured that him and the preacher might be liars. You just can't trust anyone these days, can you? The beast screamed when a spit flew into my face. Peering through my eyelids, I watched him raise a fist overhead, ready to bash my teeth in. And as I closed my eyes, I prayed I'd die quick. But after a moment, all I heard was the little boy crying. I opened my eyes again, and there he was. Little Dionysus was a child, bawling in front of me. But I just wish I could see my mom and dad, said Dionysus, sobbing. Please, can I have the wishing stone? I just want to go home to my temple. 
then you gotta release us. Come on, kiddo. If we're going to be friends, then let's make a trade. If you let Levi and me go, then I'll let you have the wishing stone. But I can't, the boy sobbed. The green goddess has the key, not me. The boy was still holding the torch, about to burn himself with the flame. And so I took the torch from him, when out of the corner of my eye, I saw a green reptile crawling across the top of the cave. She was half human and half serpent of sorts, and now her eyes were pinned on me. Levi, look. The boy's head turned. Musa, the boy cried out. Can you tell this girl to give me that stone? It's a wishing stone. This primal goddess had no fear as she dared to creep overhead. Her body was covered in dark green and turquoise scales. She had many arms, with one holding a limp black cat in her grip as she climbed next to the giant slit along the ceiling. So about the black cat, you ready for it yet? She asked. This was the same reptilian woman from the tunnel. Looking up, I saw the same black cat that tried to save me, and now the woman was offering it back. Oh no, it's not my cat. Not your cat? You sure about that? The woman asked. Did I miss something? My eyes peered at Levi. Why, yes. I had gone mad and I was certain this was hell. It was all too much for my tiny brain to understand. There was the boy still reaching for the stone, a powerful snake woman trying to gift me a dead cat, and Levi was pulling out his hair again. We were always losing our minds. How I wish you were here. You can keep the cat, madam. I'm already crazy as it is. I'll hang on to it until you change your mind, said the snake woman. There was an awkward silence while all of us waited as she crept along the top of the cave. Or maybe this was the underworld. Or was the underworld the same as the inner world? And wait, if this is hell, then where is all the fire? I looked in my hand and felt the heat of the torch. This was just a big cosmic giggle we were stuck in. And even with my head spinning, I started laughing because the joke was so far out of my control that I couldn't take any of it to heart. Now who are you? asked Levi. I'm your goddess, she spoke aloud. And next time you say your prayers, you better start praying to me. I hear you calling out to God, but only I have the keys to set you free. This woman was magnificent in every way. Stunning curves ran down her body as she slithered about while her reptile feet and hands held onto the cavern walls. Lines of energy radiated through the cave as each of her palms touched the surface. Well, if you're the goddess... Then can you help us get out of here? She smiled. You're free as soon as you surrender. Hmm. Okay. I surrender. I pause, but nothing happened. Submit, darling, once and for all. Will you protect my sacred planet and care for creatures large and small? Said the goddess. Now are you ready for the cat or not? She held the black cat out from one of her many arms as the feline dangled in her grip. Again, about the dead cat, you may keep it, but can you unlock me? Dead, not quite, said the goddess. Maybe it's sleeping, said Dionysus. Oh, this kid was a little shithead, wasn't he? This cat seems to be dreaming. Another lost life. But who's to blame? I think you and this cat have something in common. Isn't that right, Miss Mary Jane? Said the goddess. So if the cat's not dead, then why isn't it moving? The goddess took another set of hands to play with the cat's paws. Moving them one after the other, she pressed its paws upside down along the cave as if it was climbing about. See? It's moving, she said. This woman was insane. So about that key. 
You humans are so foolish, only thinking about the me. Oh, I dare you to live for someone other than yourself, and then maybe I'll set you free, said the goddess. Everything she said sounded like a riddle. Meanwhile, Dionysus was tugging at my pants, begging for the stone. Fine, kiddo, here you go. I held up the stone. But you have to promise to be gentle from now on. Got it? His head was shaking like a little puppy. I dropped the stone in his hand, and at least the poor kid was smiling. Yippee! yelled Dionysus. An offering to my child. Now that's not something I typically see. Oh, my most beautiful daughter, you're a rare creature and you're starting to excite me, said the green goddess. She began purring like a cat, pressing her cheeks against the green buds that were growing beside the slit up above. She was in the thick of the devil's lettuce when her tail began to tremble. This woman was impossible to know. I couldn't quite figure her out. And that's when I heard a certain melody run through my mind when the words came about. What did you say? Asked the green goddess. Her eyes were absorbed onto me when my entire body began to tense up. My muscles got rigid like stone when my entire body began to harden. She jumped down from the ceiling and landed on the tower. Peering into me, her gaze held a power I could not fathom. My body turned stiff when I noticed small serpents were now twisting and writhing out from her hair. Stay back, devil woman, I commanded. I raised the flaming torch at her. My arm turned as heavy as a boulder while I tried to hold up the flame. She crawled down the side of the tower, coming closer. I'm immune to the fires of hell, she said. Don't mess with me, I told her. The torch got so heavy that I dropped it out of my hands when it fell onto the pile of buds at my feet. This time I raised the selenite wand from my pocket and pointed it at her. The weight of my arm felt like I held a stone pillar overhead as I grimaced to keep my crystal upright. A crystal on my full moon. Where did you get that key? That gem belongs to a psychopomp. Now hand it over to me, said the goddess stopping in her tracks. My gaze eased, but my entire body was unmovable. I tried to lower my arm, but all my muscles were stuck in place with my arm out like a branch sprouting from a tree's trunk. The burning flame scorched the buds when a cloud of white smoke began to rise up. The smell of the fine cannabis wafted into the air when the goddess inhaled the scent. Are you enchanting me? My dearest, my beloved, do you know what that scent implies? Cannabis signals the inner journey. And I think it's time to prove how the cat never dies, said the goddess. What's she doing? whispered Levi. The torch had set a whole pile of buds on fire, and I could feel the heat burning against my ankles. I was getting more stoned by the second, and I still had no control over my limbs. My whole body felt like a marble sculpture. First you burn my incense, and now look how you hold the crystal key. You tame Dionysus on a full moon, and so it is I who will set you free, the green goddess whispered. By setting the sacred flower on fire, the cannabis smoke is my primordial symbol and sign. Breathing in, you reunite with the spirit of our ancestors, and so the plants of the earth become intertwined with the mind. For it is you alone who will discover my truth, but only if you remember to surrender. Lastly, you recited the mantra of the goddess named Tara, and so I will reveal the entire universe's splendor. Don't be coy, my sweet little human, 
O darling of earthly delight. You remind me of all my sacred gifts, and soon will get you out of that body before your soul burns bright. Let's release the weight of your living layers, as dying is freedom's toll, and by surrendering your body up to my temple, I will lead you to the source of our soul. Let us cherish this beautiful journey, breathe in the breath of this sacred weed. Soon you will dissolve to discover emptiness, and there you will remember that you are the light of your father's seed. Said the green goddess. What's happening? I was trying to stomp out the ember that was burning my ankles, but I couldn't move my feet. Let go of your personal desires. Stop thinking all about you. Surrender everything to the glory of my temple, and I will lead you all the way through. Said the goddess. Her tail began to twitch and shudder as she came closer when a vibration hummed in my heart. All the energy in this cave thumped like a heartbeat when a halo of light emerged around her head. The goddess took a deep breath in when my body collapsed as I fell to my knees. What a beautiful offering you've made. You've ignited my favorite scent. For so long my children have forgotten how this plant must be burned with the utmost respect combined with the purest intent. Said the goddess. Hazy smoke clouds swallowed my body. Deep breaths pulled the vapor into my lungs while my eyes were stuck on her. Do you know why I adore you? Asked the green goddess. Why is that? I wondered. All we ever need is someone to believe in us. And somehow, some way, you got the devil to believe in you. That, my love, is pure magic. Said the goddess. The sea serpents fluttered in ecstasy around the moat. They were ecstatic as they bowed to adore her presence from afar. Dionysus held the Merlinite stone against his heart and backed away toward Levi when the goddess brushed the hair away from my eyes. I can't move, I muttered. Then let's get you out of that body. It's time for you to trust in my divine powers, and that's how I'll release you from the confines of this tower. So the goddess, the green goddess was petting me. Her tongue came out from her mouth to lick my ear. Oh, this woman was certainly flirting with me when I realized it was only a matter of time until she tried to jump me. Stiff like stone, I was on my knees, but I couldn't look away as her eyes were ready to pounce on me. Her drive to rip my clothes off was well known, but mating with a different species. Oh, good goddess, how would it work? The sea serpents began to dance around her dreadlocks when she reached down and took hold of my selenite wand, pressing the stone against the shackle on my neck. The chains dropped free when she took me into her many arms. I've been seeking a worthy companion, someone who isn't afraid of me. Are you ready to enter into my sacred temple? Then you'll remember what it means to be free, said the green goddess. But I don't even know your name. She tossed the selenite wand over toward Dionysus and winked at the boy. Levi tried to grab it, but he couldn't quite reach it. It was Dionysus who scurried over to collect the mysterious stone that was the key to these shackles. I am Medusa, queen of the Nagas, and the goddess of the primordial soul. I am the ancient one who enchants the land. I am the mother who upholds all inner control. She whispered into my eyes. I was stuck, paralyzed in her bliss, and all it took was the sight of her eyes to captivate my entire being into a trance. I even tried bowing to revere her beauty and power, but my mind was immobilized. The snakes in her hair began slithering around my face as she pulled me up with her. No need to fear my sea serpents. They are the guardians of my inner earth. Only those who have forsaken my land 
have a reason to fear rebirth, she said. Medusa winked at me, her left eye shut completely, and then all at once the slit began gushing when the sacred nectar began to flow. The crevice descended toward the tower when Medusa took hold of my body and dragged me up toward the light. What about me? asked Levi. Go on and find your destiny. Remember that all will be okay. You are called to look after the boy from now on, for it is him who will show you your way, said Medusa. My gaze was stuck on the slit in the ceiling. I was at the mercy of her power. Absorbed into the light, the entire cavern shifted downward as it swallowed the tower. Stiff as a bone, I waited in her arms while she held my core. Energy radiated all around us when the tower began to soar into the slit above. Carrying me into the cavern's peak, she left Levi behind. And all I could feel was her essence holding me tight. Come with me, she whispered, rigid atop the pillar of stone. We rose into the soaking entry when we were thrust inside the magical pink walls. Angelic beings began chanting, and surely this was heaven, because I finally understood that God was the beginning of creation, and I was entering into its sacred mystery. The tower penetrated the ceiling when we were swallowed up into the goddess's temple. The room below disappeared, throbbing towards the light. She gripped me from all sides. This was the source of conception, the eighth wonder from which the primal mother provides. Are you ready for a miracle? Medusa asked. Yes, my queen. Good. She whispered. And that's why I'll let you come inside my temple. There was no way this was hell. I was certain this was heaven, and I'm sure of it, because bliss overtook all my senses when there wasn't a worry left in my mind. Pure ecstasy spread through my limbs as she held me into her six loving arms and pulled the cat and I deeper within. I heard angels singing, all chanting to her, and the sound grew so loud, but what were they saying? Focusing on that sound alone, all the chaos had grown so pure and so kind that there was only peace left, and so it went.
Shanti, Shanti.